0: No, it wasn't. No, it sounds like uh, both he and the club in general made this decision. Uh, Coach Justin Longmuir, footy manager Peter Bell and also CEO Simon Garlick all being a part of the process and I think it is the right time for uh, the club to make that transition. Only 36 games Nathan has played in the last... Three years and he's talked openly about the fact that he sees the role as a quite a challenge and at times a burden uh, so he can now hand that over to a younger player or he can give that responsibility to him and importantly focus on his body which has been a, a big, big challenge for him and also his role up forward which doesn't come naturally to him
1: that's matthew pavlidge on nine news last night of course man who's been in that uh, captain's seat at Fremantle, and he believes and it wasn't all Nat Fife, and you said that at the top of the show. You said yesterday you didn't think Nat would hand it over. Within hours, they he
2: announced he handed, it, handed over.
1: it over. Yep. Was he pushed? We'll find out. Not. I think that's a bit harsh to even say. Was he pushed? Was there a discussion about the changing of the captain? And one man will tell us. I'm sure it's Peter Bell, the executive GM of football at the Fremantle Football Club. Belly, appreciate your time. A, a significant day in the in the the movement ahead of 2023 for Fremantle. Thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah, no problems. It was a day of uh, mixed emotions, that's for sure, with with Matt making the announcement. And on the one hand, you want to acknowledge what a great leader he has been. But also, and and Matt spoke about this at the press conference as well, the the excitement about what opportunities him standing aside meant for the footy club in as far as developing a a breadth of leadership and hopefully uh, helping us uh, go uh, further in our quest to uh, be really competitive at the top end.
1: Belly, I think it's pretty simple, um, and probably the answer is not as simple as the as the question. Did Nat Five come to the football club and say straight up, without even having any conversation with anyone, I need to hand, I'm going to hand in the captaincy, or was there constant discussion, and was there more of a push from football for Nat to say it might be time? What was what exactly? How did it play out?
2: Yeah, the they're, 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 ne- they're never straightforward but the the answer is there's there's always constant discussions uh with players and their leadership and and matt and his leadership um over the previous uh, and nat spoke about this again at the the press conference yesterday over the previous year he's had some um uh, frustrating moments and, and challenges with his body um and then uh, you know missing a lot of footy last year allowed him to sit back and, and watch how the team developed and and how the leadership developed so I know he was having a lot of conversations with uh, people within the footy club, his teammates, certainly the coach, uh, myself at times, and others within his own inner sanctum about what would be the best thing for the footy club moving forward and certainly what would be the best thing for him uh, to get back out on the park. It does take a lot of your energy, and I think uh, that Matt saw the possibilities uh, as far as being able to divert that energy solely into playing uh, as being a real positive thing, as well as being comfortable with the leadership depth we have at the club.
0: Well, you've got to make tough decisions in the role that you're in, and I believe that you've uh, initiated one and, and made one, and it's, everyone's happy now. Uh, which way do you go now, Belly? What are we talking? I'm sort of leaning towards my opinion would be where this group is at right now, which is so so close. Uh, a more experienced captain, like Alex Pierce, to guide the two Sarong and Bracial combo underneath him, and then maybe hand it to the young fellas a little bit later on in time. Which way are you leaning? And Whose decision ultimately is it at the end of the players have a vote or is it the yourself and Galo and, and, and Justin say, right, this is the way we're going to go?
2: Yeah, just so much, Scotty, it's not uh, these types of things and are, are not my decision and that's certainly... Um you know part of the match process as well there's a lot of people mainly that driving driving that as to what the process will be from here the players vote every year that'll that'll that process will continue uh, over the next couple of weeks where they'll they'll ever vote for the leadership and who, who they think is the best person or people equipped uh, to lead the footy club and then clearly the senior coach um, the ceo uh, and other senior people in the footy club also have some perspective and views that need to be respected and we'll make the decision as to what's best for the footy club from there.
1: Had your team photo last week, it might have been the week before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you share with the listeners and us, <laughs> did you have a number of versions taken and we only saw one version? <laughs> it's like an, I'm, a, I'm a celebrity,
0: get me out of here. Four different endings recorded? No, they do do
2: a lot of different uh, photos, but the players, uh, by and large, um, stay in the same positions. They do swap around, I think, for... Possibly for for things like the Purple Haze photo and a few others when when other uh, stakeholders are are sharing the photograph. But the the team photo, I think they're in the same spot. And uh, look, much was made of it. But simply, it was last year's leadership group sitting next to Justin. So that was Matt, Alex, Caleb and Andy.
1: You mentioned a couple of weeks. The players may vote in a couple of weeks. and Then we hear talks, oh, it could happen in the next couple of days. Uh, yeah,
0: if this happens in two hours' time, Belly, we're going to be really ticked off. <laughs> because we're going to be Tom big, Com- It's not
2: happening in <laughs> a couple of hours' time. It'll happen, we're hoping, by the, by the end of February um, or early March at the latest. The, the reason wow. for it... Is is you know we wanted to give opportunity we want to give players opportunity to lead and that's just not not just the leadership group or people that will um, who will end up in the leadership group that's that's everyone and, and preseason's tough and we've been really pleased with how uh, some of our other young leaders are, are leading through a tough period we want to give as much opportunity to as many people as possible.
0: The leadership's not a thing that you can just switch on, Belly, and say right oh there's a position vacant audition. It, it's something, and you know better than anyone. It's it's something that it's either in you or it's not, and and you would be aware of who it's in and who it's not in your list already.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, uh, you, you don't just switch it on, and you don't just switch it off. Which getting back to Nathan is one of the exciting things. That um, he's still going to be a really strong leader for us, as I'm sure Scott Pendlebury will be at Collingwood after he's he stood mm. down. Um, but yeah, there is opportunity. You're always growing your leadership. The the other part of it is. That um, leadership is not just a, a thing that you go through in the pre season period. It, it is over the course of the season and every interaction that you have at the football club. And it, all of the players are growing their leadership, and, and that touched on it as well. Uh, there's lots of mistakes that are made, there's lots of reflections that you, you, that you make after those mistakes and grow as a leader. So these are the sorts of things that. We're talking about with our players and the players are talking about with each other, hopefully to provide our club with a real depth uh, and, and breadth to our, to our leadership.
1: Belly, one before you go, news is, uh, is on us. Um, is there any chance or can you dispel co-captains?
2: Oh, Again, because it's not my decision to make, I can't dispel that. And I, and I get the uh, different arguments for and, and against it. Um, I don't have a personal view, um, other than, you know, I've always been sort of more the traditionalist, but I can't come up with another argument as to why, you know, co-captains doesn't work. It was pointed out to me the other day, Sydney, the Sydney Swans are a club that we all admire and think that they get their decision-making right most of the time. Well, they've had co-captains and three-captains since 2005, and we all admire them as an organisation. So I'm not saying... Three men are going to end up with co-captains or or three captains. But but I couldn't dispel it. It's not my place to do that. The the players and other stakeholders will ultimately decide who who the captain of the footy club is going to be.
1: Appreciate your time today. Just give it to Andrew Brasher and put us out of our misery. Thanks very much for joining us. (laughs)
2: I'll let him know know he's got your mate. Good on you, Goss. I'm in the Pierce camp. Yeah, and Paul
1: (laughs) O'Caleb's going to get the bronze medal. Appreciate your time, mate.
2: No worries. Take it easy.